You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Dr. Morella De Benedetto from RMIT University to discuss her upcoming study into the link between mindfulness interventions and chronic pain. Thank you for joining me, Morella. Oh, thank you, Dallas. Thanks for having me. You've said mindfulness involves five main areas, observing, describing, acting with awareness, non-judging, and non-reacting. How are these applied to chronic pain management? Well, the thing is, uh, not a lot of research has been done with mindfulness and chronic pain. There's been some research done, and we know that um, mindfulness therapies can help people to cope better with their pain. So the aim is not to um, get rid of the pain because it's uh, really difficult to do. Um, But those five facets or different areas of mindfulness, if we can pinpoint which ones are effective uh, in helping people with chronic pain, then in the future we can target interventions um, much better. What else has research told us so far about the overall impact uh, mindfulness interventions can can have on chronic pain? What it, what it does, it enhances people's uh, coping mechanisms, their existing coping mechanisms, and it also helps them with um, pain management strategies. And what that does overall is that people end up uh, with a more positive appraisal or assessment of their pain um, than they would have had before. So uh, people with chronic pain tend to um, be alarmed when they experience the pain and some people might, to to use some jargon, catastrophize uh, and think that the, the pain is a terrible thing and then think about how it might interfere with their daily activities. And so what mindfulness does is um, help, helps the person to detach from those sorts of thoughts to, to sort of keep them in the present moment and being focused on maybe the things that they're doing instead instead of focusing internally on their thoughts because when we do that and and most people do this sort of thing um, we can get carried away with our thoughts and if we have a lot of uh, negative thinking that can exacerbate whatever we're feeling. So, for example, people with depression um, can get caught up in the negative thoughts. And mindfulness is very effective for um, helping people with depression. How are mindfulness interventions currently applied in, in care settings? Uh, are, they, are they widely used at the moment? Um, I don't think they would be uh, because it's a fairly new area of, of research and it takes a while for the research to translate into care management, although mindfulness is used for depression and there's a really strong link between chronic illness and depression. So um, some studies suggest that up to 60% of people with chronic illness also experience depression. And depression, no matter what, other illness uh, you might have, it makes the symptoms worse or it makes your prognosis worse. So one way that mindfulness can be effective for people with chronic illness is if they have depression, then the mindfulness therapies can target the depression and help to alleviate the depression and that will have a flow-on effect um, in terms of managing their pain. 
You said uh, you said it was unclear what mechanisms are underlying the link between mindfulness interventions and chronic pain, and and you plan to explore them in your study. What will you be looking into in particular? Um, so what we're doing is surveying people with uh, chronic pain, and we'll be asking them questions about uh, a mindfulness questionnaire. So questions about their levels of mindfulness, questions about uh, their experience of pain, and we're also looking at their levels of depression as well, because we're also interested in links between mindfulness, depression, and chronic pain, and how the three interact with each other. But what we're hoping to find is the mindfulness is broken up into those five areas, and we're hoping that a couple will have stronger links in terms of being able to predict pain severity. And so if our research uh, finds that, then future uh, studies, intervention studies, could target those particular facets of mindfulness in therapy rather than trying to apply all five. Apart from that, what what more needs to be understood about these types of interventions for chronic pain? I think a lot more has to be done in terms of depression because uh, depression tends to be overlooked. Um, So people might present to a a pain management centre and um, they're not assessed for depression and that can make their experience of pain far worse. So that's one of the things that does um, clearly need to be explored much further. And in in developing uh, interventions for pain management, it's really important that um, first the person is assessed for depression and then if they do have depression as well as chronic pain, then the intervention needs to target both. Should some of the, the facets of mindfulness interventions be, be shown to be effective in managing uh, the depression related to, to chronic pain or, or chronic pain itself, uh, how would they then be applied in, in, in practice? So then in practice... Um, so, for example, one of the facets is non-judging. Um, so what that means is when we experience uh, thoughts, unpleasant thoughts, or when we experience um, intense emotions or negative emotions, that we don't think, we don't get engaged in the thinking, oh, this is really bad, this is awful, um, I don't want to be thinking this, um, or I don't want to be feeling this. So when we do that, we're not being mindful because we're attaching to the the thoughts and the emotional experience that we're having. So uh, what mindfulness will teach in that instance is to not be judgmental about those particular experiences that the person has, but rather to just accept them as they are and focus on what the person um, is doing in their daily lives instead. Thank you for joining me, Morella. Okay, thank you for having me, Dallas.